Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast, where your host, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton, coming from HQ. How's everybody doing today? I hope they're doing well. Yeah, I'm doing well. Are you doing well? Fantastic. It's my dad's birthday. It is. Happy birthday, Big big Tim. Tim Sr. It's, uh, what? how old is he? 71? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he likes to eat steak. So we're going to Bourbon and Bones. Quick shout out for uh, anybody that's in the Scottsdale Old Town area. Favorite restaurant. <laughs> it's actually favorite restaurant right across the street from my second favorite restaurant, which is Banderas. Banderas. Yeah. Ah, so good. So- Taking him out, we're going to do a little uh, buffalo ribeye tonight with some whiskey and some bourbon. Sounds rough. I had prime rib on Friday night and some uh, a little glass of wine. How'd you cook the prime rib? We did a whole roast. So we actually grilled, did it on the grill. Wow. I don't have a Traeger like some people, you know. So. How about that video about the Traeger? It's all about <laughs> the pellets. Oh, the pellets. You got to sniff them to get your face in there? Hey, I will tell you, Traeger does a great product. They should probably sponsor this podcast. Yeah, actually... <laughs> Actually, I think we have a sponsor coming. Ooh. I didn't even tell you about it. I have not known. Well, I'll we'll talk you, about that. <laughs> you know, we'll talk about that on the next episode. Yeah. So if anybody wants to get in on the uh, sponsorship action, we're all ears. Yeah, we're all ears. Reach out. So let's dig deep. Uh, no announcements today, but we want to talk about a, a topic that you know seems to come up when people are making the switch to semi-private training, and that is how do we program the workouts for these six people or four people in a group and how do we make it personal? Oh, yeah. How do we keep it individualized, but yet yeah. almost, you know, you can facilitate it with a group. Great point. And probably the right person to talk about this is Zach, but uh, we'll, we'll talk in generalizations on this show. One thing that I will tell you this is, you know, we were speaking at the end of the last episode a little bit about, you know, like what are gyms doing right now for their programming? Mm -hmm. And, I think it's all over the board, to be honest with you. I think some gyms have the coaches do it individually for those clients, and some some gyms have maybe they bought some programming because there's some some good solutions out there for mm -hmm. programming that they've purchased. Or I've seen gyms that do the wad kind of old school. Is it even old school? It's, <laughs> it's, it's CrossFit style where there's one workout, everybody does it. I've seen combinations of like an A and B workout on the board and you do an A today, or you're doing B tomorrow, but everybody's doing the same thing. So that's more of a large group style mm -hmm. when you do it that way. The first thing, the first point I want to make is this. If you own a gym and you've got coaches that work in your gym and they're employees of you, of yours, of the gym, you cannot put the experience of the training session on an individual coach. Yes. We, we talked about this. We have talked about this in the past. The, the experience needs to be owned by the, the brand, by the facility. Right. The programming that the clients do inside your four walls needs to come from the gym, not from the individual coaches. And the main reason is 
you don't want the experience to be different depending on the coach that they're with. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, it's going to be a little different, the conversation, the the cueing and the the coaching, the attaboys, that's going to be a little different, but the workout itself cannot be so different that when you're with a coach or a client's with one coach and they're looking over their shoulder at what the other people are doing, like, I want to do that. I want to, I don't want to do what we're doing here. And they start to resent the coach they're with, want to go with the other coach. And then you get this in battle going on between coaches and then the experience drops and people leave and it's a big mess. And when that coach owns the experience, what happens when the coach is no longer there? Right. One of staffing is always going to be one of the the underlying difficult portions of this industry, and uh, turnover happens. I mean, every business has it to some degree. What happens when that employee moves on? Do you want all of the people training with that coach to move on with them? Hell no. I mean, granted, everybody is. You should have non competes in place and. But nobody wants to go down that route, right? You're not going to go sue a, a trainer because they took four or five clients with them or something like that. Like, it's just not worth it. Is the juice worth the squeeze type of thing? Right. But at the end of the day, when the facility controls that experience, the coach is, is executing the brand's experience. Sure. And it yeah. rolls uphill. And then the, the brand and the facility is going to get that credit. Right, right. And it should come from a either a program director mm-hmm. or a head coach that is more of a manager type or a fitness director. It needs to come from that. And if you're the owner and you're not involved in the program, you need to oversee it and look at it and, and you know, give your stamp of approval until you're at a point where you're tr- you trust the team. But every once in a while, you should go out there and watch and see and see the experience and not just watch the movements, watch mm-hmm. the faces, watch the interaction between the coach and the client, and the client and the client, and look and see, is this experience the same? Or first off, is this a good experience? <laughs> there you go. And, and don't get me wrong, pushing somebody hard where they look and, you know, their hands are on their knees and they're having a great workout. It doesn't look like they're having a good time, but that's also a good experience. Um, they're getting results, stuff like that. But look between the coaches. Are they the same? Maybe you don't have two coaches on the floor at the same time, so you gotta kind of have to like look in the morning, look in the afternoon, et cetera. So the big takeaway here is the the, the programming itself has to come from the gym, the, the gym. fitness director type. Absolutely, and I think that that conversation is something that uh, it really solidifies security for the brand, for the gym. I think it's, it's, it's nuts to allow each of your, not necessarily independent trainers, if you have an independent trainer model and you're not controlling that as a brand, the whole double, a little, that's a different conversation. Different, yeah, exactly. But don't treat the business that you own, if you have those employees, as Tim's saying, and they're supposed to be executing the vision of the business, if they're in control of, of every one of those workouts, guys, there's no system in play. There's no stability. You, you as, a, as a brand, don't control the results of the client. That is dictated towards one of your employees. You're the one taking the risk. You're the one who's put, you know, your name out there. This is your business. Does your, we talked about it recently. Does your business reflect, you know, your vision as the owner? Are you executing that client experience from your stance? Is, is your employees doing that for you? Um, putting all of that control into one or each individual. Because, I mean, you can have a coach, like you said. It can be a, a lead coach or a fitness a head director, coach, head coach, yeah, something yeah. like that, that has that responsibility. But they should be doing the programming for not only their clientele, but for all of the clientele in the business. Sure, exactly. 
And also things like, you know, there's some gyms that they don't believe in spinal flexion sure. movements. Yeah. So, you know, crunches and, and sit-ups and things like that. And all of a sudden you get a new coach in there and they're doing the, you know, you've preached to your clients that we don't do spinal flexion. And there's a lot of studies that say this is bad for your spine. And then a new coach comes in and starts doing a thousand crunches. <laughs> then that's an issue too. So your your beliefs and philosophies have to be built into the programming and you all have to speak the same language. And can we get one thing off? Look, the fitness industry has too many damn names for the same workout, <laughs> yeah, for the we, same movement. Can we get some, some uh, like- Nomenclature? Nomenclature. Yeah, we need to, let, that's what we're gonna do. We'll come up with a perfect guide to fitness <laughs> and it's just gonna be all of the same terms that everybody's used for years. And like then, we, and then we just they're talk all crossed semi, out. Semi-private versus- small group like there's a million of them yeah what is it with the dang you know and, and they're silly too yeah. like i mean i skull crushers or tricep you know uh supine you know tricep extensions or skull crushers nose crusher jaw face breakers <laughs> I, I don't know you know you call it stupid things hey guys as you know at built to grow we're all about systems and scalability and that's why i want to tell you about one of our sponsors semi-private pro Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Uh, so anyways, the point of this podcast is that you need to control the, the, the actual programming from one place. Now let's talk a little bit about programming. I don't want to get too technical because I'm not that guy, but there are only so many movements the human body can do. You know, push, pull, horizontal push, pull, um, you know, rotational, hip hinging, knee dominant movements. Listen, like, he still remembers all these. Yeah. He trained a session. In <laughs> yeah. So there's still these movements. And, and the, I think this kind of goes back to, you know, I, I took some courses with Cosgroves mm -hmm. and those guys when they were doing some of the program design stuff. And, you know, I know Alloy believes in the same principles as that, but there's only so many things, right? And to say that every single client needs to have individual programming it would be kind of you know wouldn't be accurate so like for example client a versus client b both in in our situation right would be doing a tricep extension yeah not one doing a tricep extension one doing you know some other i don't know kickbacks or something at different times for the same purpose within the same workout well well well, unless we possibly, were unless we were scaling it based upon well th this is the easiest example to say like and, and there's a bunch of trainer brains on here so you guys will get this like so let's just say the movements of horizontal push mm -hmm. okay everybody's doing a horizontal push how you do the horizontal push yep. could change so let's talk push-ups let's talk uh, piston press let's talk 
for a grandma, maybe a 45 degree against the barbell doing, you know, pushes that way. Mm -hmm. It's still a horizontal press, you know, as far as sets and reps and weights and load and all this stuff and tempo that that's, you know, you can change all of that stuff. But at the end of the day on the the program design, you're going to have, you know, the movement pattern, which is horizontal press, uh, I should say horizontal push, push, horizontal push. And you can have the prescriptive one, which let's just say it's a push up, and then the advance, which could be like a, you know, feet elevated, uh, decline, you know, weight on your back or whatever. And then you could have the the scaled down version, which is the you know grandma forty five degree, you know, whatever incline. incline. Sure. So, at the end of the day, the program it says horizontal push. You got a scaled version up or down, and. Th- you move on with your day. You don't need yeah. to just, you don't need to get so. That is individualized. It is individualized. <laughs> it's 100% individualized, yeah. but you can program that way mm-hmm. if for the masses. To scale. To scale. And then you have that, the coach would, would, would either scale it up or down based on the client. That, that right there is a component that I think makes this type of programming possible. So your coach's job is to take that individual in front of them and then cater the advanced or scale it down based upon that individual's capabilities, individual's needs, goals maybe. But you don't just throw the whole thing out and have them do something completely different because they can't do a a normal horizontal push-up. Sure. You know what I mean? So that's that's what we're getting at. But that's where your coach coaches. That's where your coach has the authority, has the control within the the constraints of the program design that's facilitated by the brand. There you go. Look, guys, it's not as hard as we make it seem. Yeah, it doesn't need to be hard. And I get it. The trainer brain wants to take over and get all complicated with some of this stuff. If you're doing that work, again, going back to the horizontal push, and you've got four clients at all four different, well, three different levels, you know, you can you can load somebody up. Maybe it's, Maybe it is a bench press for this guy. You know, maybe he's over here doing bench presses in the rack, 405 for reps, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Four or five. Lightweight. <laughs> tricep. Tricep. Yeah. Uh, close grip. Close grip. Underhand. Under. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, do you see Mike Hearn? He was doing, he, that's exactly what he was doing. I think it was 405 or. Reverse grip. Reverse grip. Oh, you know, just just, just tossing him out here over at Mecca. <sighs> Still a beast. Yeah, anabolic. <laughs> it's nice. Good for him. Yeah. But us. Uh, the, the, but you can have them in different sp- spots in the gym and they feel like they're getting their, you know, the, the custom workout and the programming for them. And maybe, just maybe, they might, th- they, they, the grandma and the athlete and the regular Joe can see the same three different kind of exercises. They're not necessarily going to put it all together that's the same program. Mm-hmm. Program, pro- sure. Program. <clears throat> Unless you tell them. I mean... Maybe they would know, but that looks to me like three different workouts. Sure. And all of a sudden, as the coach, you're like, well, no, you know, in your head, it's like the same horizontal press. Yeah. Push. So anyways, take that to, for what it's worth. Uh, eventually, we'll have Zach in here and get a little bit more detailed about phasing and everything else. Not to, maybe we do another podcast on it, but what do you think about other areas of business? Again, speaking under the client experience, mm-hmm. same could should go for nutrition. The same should go for other deliverables that you have in your facility. If you've got you as a brand, if you've got your beliefs with nutrition, 
you shouldn't have four or five different coaches giving entirely different takes on nutrition. That's tough. Yes, that is so tough. And again, that might be, you know, everybody's got the ways that they, we all in, enjoy mm-hmm. eating, you know? I mean, at the, foundationally, we all know what it takes to burn fat or build muscle. Like, start there. Start there. But, uh, you know, and then you can, maybe, maybe you guys collectively decide these are our beliefs. Yeah. The the last thing I, I hate when this happens is like the next, the keto comes yeah, out, yeah, is like exactly. gets, gets all the press and everybody's like, well, we're doing keto today. And you know, it's against what your normal beliefs exactly. are. Exactly. I get, you know, isn't it just calories in calories out? <laughs> isn't that the whole thing? So that's a start, right? So yeah, we had lunch with, uh, Monica Brandt the other night. We did. The other day. Yeah, didn't we? we? Yeah. Monica. Good to see her. She was, uh, talking about how if you're hungry eat yeah if you're not hungry don't eat yeah it's amazing you know like somebody who can i think she's she's probably sold the record for like most magazine covers of all time or something female wise yes fitness magazine covers for somebody like that who's still doing coaching in those realms for her to break it down and be like you know what if you're hungry like eat a little bit of food (laughs) (laughs) don't don't go eat a chocolate cake but you know it doesn't need to be you know not every one of our clients is also trying to cross the stage and the human element needs to be in there. And That's there's, exactly there's, what she said. Yeah, exactly. She goes, well, if we're, if we're doing a competition, it's going to be a little different. Sure. But you, right, for, the, for her general clients, yes. If you're hungry, eat some food. If you're not <laughs> hungry, you don't need to be on a timer here. So yeah, so yeah all that uh, good stuff. But it was good to see her. But uh, yeah, so programming, this is, this is the concept and the way that you can scale a semi-private training model using a templated style of, of programming. And we've been doing it again, 11, 10 years now. We've, we've changed it. There's been many iterations across the board, but uh, it's been going great. And uh, guys, quick teaser, um, we're working on something pretty big. Uh, it's our switch to semi-private um, program. And, um, you know, we're going to put programming in there as a big piece of that. So Yeah, we want to help because that's, an underlying, it's just a big hang up with a lot of facilities. Yeah, yeah. We, we know, we again, last show we, we said, look, semi-private is the model of the future for all those reasons. If you didn't listen to that episode, go one back. What What is that episode? What's episode? That was, this, this should be 177, so that'd be 176. Go to 176, listen to that, and understand why we think and we, we feel really strongly about this model. Uh, going forward. And, you know, as far as programming goes, that is probably the biggest hang up, one of the biggest hang ups other than price, other than how to transition your clients across when they've been paying this and doing that. And now we're doing this for more and they feel like it's less and all this stuff that, that goes through the heads of the gym. I was gonna, just going to say, they're all the things that, you, you know, us is, or those, those in the trenches making the decision are, those are things you guys come up with. It's not the actual <laughs> result of, of the, the transition. The real conversation. Once you get out of your own way, it's amazing how like everybody just loves this yep. stuff. And maybe we'll bring Jeff on. He's local. Sure. We'll bring Jeff on and talk about his transition to semi-private and, and what it's done to, for, for him and his gym. And he's in a totally different place. One year later, it's amazing. Oh, it's night and day. Oh, he, he still gives us all the credit. I don't want to take it, but, you know, <laughs> if, if you will, Jeff, I'll, I'll guess so. We'll take the credit. But uh, anybody else that's on the fence, go back and listen to 176. Listen to this. Start getting your, your, your mind and wheels turning about how to do this. And if you need help, this is something we do very, very well. I'm not going to toot our own horn that hard, but we are damn good at this. We've been doing it for longer than almost anybody out there. I'll throw out exactly why. Go ahead. Because we're not just coaching on it. We do it every single True. damn day. Yeah. 
That's a great point. We're not some guru online who made this up over, you know, in the last 48 hours. Yeah. Every single day. They used to own a gym. Yeah, or yeah, or that had a gym, but hasn't in four years. Or or sold it to, to really focus on the... The growth of, of their agency business. Yeah. Guys, if you... If you there's a reason why certain things, we are very, very keen on certain things. It's because every single day we execute the same things we're telling you to do. Yeah, it's very important. So if you're on the fence, jump on a call, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call, and uh, we'll take you from there. You know, we'll teach you what we know. And if it's if we're a good fit for you, you jump on board with us. If, if not, you've uh, learned a little bit on that call and, and uh, hopefully you take action. But that's it for this show, guys. Until next show, keep changing lives. See you. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you got to do is join our private Facebook group, Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals right now. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you join, we're going to give you free access to our 10 fitness marketing strategies, seven-figure gym owners use to win. All right, I look forward to you joining us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great.